lead off but I'm definitely gonna have to lead off with this one so some interesting news came across my desk right some very exciting news 6ix9ine got his ass whooped I mean this ain't the first time he got his ass whooped but this time it was caught on tape he got his ass whooped caught lacking by allegedly some Latin Kings in Florida at an LA fitness. I mean, honestly, this has been a long time coming. This dude should have been six feet deep. I'm sorry, because I hate people who are perpetrators. I hate people that talk so fucking much, but can't back it up. I hate people who don't, who, I mean, but this dude has talent. This dude has a talent of failing at everything. This dude, I mean, yeah, he was successful in music. I give you that for this particular era. But he was a terrible rapper. He was a terrible thug, a terrible gangster, an excellent rat. I'll give you that. He's an excellent candidate for uh, the new Stuart Little movie. But 6ix9ine getting his ass whooped is justice. Because this dude would go at all of these people. Would try to... Low-key, basically, social media bully these people. When they can't touch him. Or when he's surrounded by security. 
And somebody finally got that nigga. And I'm glad. I'm happy that somebody got him. He deserved that. You know, karma's a bitch. Like, you keep playing with fucking karma, and you're going to get your ass whooped. Just bottom line. Or something bad going to happen to you. All right. Now we're going to go back to what I was going to originally lead off with. Willis Reed passes at the age of 80 years old. Let me see. What the fuck did he pass from? What did he die of, man? Because I keep hearing that he passed, but I want to know his cause of death. Okay. Um, His former teammate said that Reed had congestive heart issues, so it could be possibly linked to uh, congestive heart failure, as confirmed by former teammate Bill Bradley, which we're going to mention. And my thoughts on Willis Reed, this is a big pillar of the basketball community. He's a two-time NBA champion. He's an MVP. He's a two-time finals MVP. He's a rookie of the year. And he's most known for being a Nick. You know, Willis Reed made the Knicks. He was around the last time the Knicks were relevant. When the Knicks were actually winning championships. When the Knicks were beating the Celtics, beating the Lakers, beating the Bucks. I mean, and Willis Reed held his own against all the greats in that era that he played in. You know, the matchups with Wilt Chamberlain, the matchups with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the matchups with Dave Cowens. Willis Reed held his own against all of those all-time greats in his era. And not to mention, those New York Knicks teams he was on was loaded. Now, if you're a basketball head, you would know these things when I say them. I mean, this dude had the luxury of playing with Willis Reed. I mean, not Willis Reed, but fuck. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's late, niggas. Fuck y'all. He had the um, privilege of playing with Walt Frazier, Earl the Pearl Monroe, Dick Barnett, uh, Bill Bradley, Dave DeBusher, um, Jerry Lucas in the, uh, toward the end of his career, Phil Jackson, Henry Bibby. Um, Another dude that was a part of that Knicks team that was crazy. I can't think of his name right now. I would have a brain fart when I'm live. But y'all get the gist. Those Knicks teams in the 70s were nothing to be played with. As they were known for their matchups with the Lakers in the finals. They were pretty much rivals. I think that they the, the Knicks took two off the Lakers, two two championships off them. And, you know, Willis Reed would give Kareem problems. But Willis Reed is definitely one of the um, top 50 players to ever do this thing. He was a part of the NBA Top 75. Damn, that's another top 75 nigga going to heaven with uh, Bill Russell and Sam Jones. 
shit crazy, man. It's been a crazy year. Well, it's been a crazy two years, you know. We lost a lot of legends. So, special rest in peace to Willis Reed, man. The nigga had back-to-the-basket game. He had defense. He had a mid-range jumper that was crazy. Definitely the captain of those Knicks teams of the late 60s, early 70s. Man. Isley Brothers on Drink Champs. I want to talk about this for briefly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The Isley Brothers appeared on Drink Champs, and they went over their entire history. The Isley Brothers are a group that are overlooked and slept on, and I think that Ronald Isley himself, as a vocalist and as a male R&B singer is overlooked as well because you know you kind of get lost in the James Browns and the Marvin Gaye's and the um, even the uh, R. Kelly's and the, the, the Michael Jacksons and and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but you forget about the history of Ronald Isley. Ronald Isley was like a pillar of this shit. His first hit record was Shout, nigga. Everybody know that fucking song. Everybody know Shout, nigga. Straight up. And these dudes had hits in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and even 2020s. I don't remember if they had a hit in the 2010s. I have to look it up. see if they had a they had a hit record in the 2010s because i don't remember i do definitely remember 2000s 2020s for sure because of that record with uh beyonce they man they got they got i honestly think that they have way too many fucking hits bro in my opinion yeah i mean they had an album called power of peace in 2017 but nothing really hit on that then they had that run in the 2000s with R. Kelly, with doing those albums with R. Kelly, like Eternal, Body Kiss, you know what I'm saying? Baby making music. Like, they're more known for their collabs with R. Kelly, classic collabs, like Contagious, like Friend of Mine Remix, and uh, What Would You Do, and Down Low, and the remix to Down Low. Mr. Biggs, and then and then you can't forget his brother Ernie Isley either, the guitar player. You know what I'm saying? He was mean with it, and I respect I respected Nori for paying homage to some legends that do not get the credit that they deserve as pillars of not only our community but the music community. You know, a lot of people bit off they style all of the white artists like the Beatles and all that shit like they chronicled everything I'm not going to give away the whole interview but all of the things that I've mentioned was mentioned throughout the video like these niggas got a hit in damn near every decade since the 50s except the 2010s I was right about that I know my fucking history on the Isley Brothers man boy Mr. Biggs was an issue like, you could just tell in that versus with Earth, Wind, and Fire that the Isley Brothers was just better. Yeah, I said it. 
Oh, boy. Whole button speaks on logic once again. I told you. Man, all y'all motherfuckers that gave me shit. All y'all niggas talking all that shit in my fucking YouTube comments. You can eat a dick now. You can eat a dirty dick with herpes, nigga. I told you fuck niggas. I told you fuck niggas that this nigga can't keep this nigga name out his fucking mouth. Sucking on Logic Neapolitan dick, nigga. I told y'all. The nigga can't stop talking about him. He's obsessed with him. And I think them co-hosts brought that shit up so that he'll talk about it. But still, why y'all still talk about this kid? It's not... It's not his fault he was confused, man. You know, sometimes, ho button, it's nice to fucking ignore somebody for once. I mean, we know you hate this guy. We know. And you have to understand, like, um, logic is going to continue. You know, it's just like one of his co-hosts said. Like, it's possibly a part of the marketing and promotion for him. Me, I don't give a fuck about that shit like that. I care about, is the music hot? That's my job, to critique the music. And as far as I'm concerned, Logic's last four or five projects have been excellent to me. And I think Logic is a better rapper than Joe Budden. I stand... 10 tones down on that and I stand on business as far as him being too obsessed with this guy he really needs to leave this kid alone like seriously this is like probably the third time this nigga done talked about him the last three fucking shows nigga logic logic can't stand logic you know you know Joe Budden comes on with his fucking uh, Hulk Hogan voice you know what I cannot stand this guy he just wants to be black so fucking bad. He clout chased off a of suicide, brother. Get the fuck out of here, Joe Bud. Fuck out of here, man. It's just sad at this point. I had to tell the fuck nigga in the comments, you know what I'm saying? Checkmate, nigga. He talking about him again. He always talking about logic and has uttered this nigga name. Two years in a row. Hit that Neapolitan dick out your mouth, nigga. Moving on. Dylan Brooks shenanigans. Oh, man. So Dylan Brooks got suspended again. I believe he leads the league in technical fouls. I believe he has 18 techs right now. Good. I hope they suspend him the rest of his fucking career. Because he ass, bro. Like, I do understand there has to be villains in this game. I do understand shit talking. I do understand that Dylan Brooks is a solid defensive player. But to talk the level of shit he's talking, he's talking like he's won something. You've only won one playoff series, my nigga. Chill. You've only won one playoff series, and you're poking your chest out. When you play every fucking team, you're not intimidating nobody. You might make some timely stops. You might make have good defensive uh, possessions. But anybody can do what you do. 
But the difference is they shut the fuck up. You don't. And I do believe that Dylan Brooks' antics may lead to karma for Memphis in the playoffs. That's why I keep saying that. I have a feeling they're going to get eliminated in the first round, even with John Morant. Just depends on the opponent. Um, We got some news on Kevin Durant. It's a possibility that he is slated to come back towards the end of, of this month. They're, you know, the Suns are hopeful that he is going to return by the end of April. I mean, by the end of March. So that's really good news for Phoenix because they definitely need him if they're going to win a championship. You know, this is the player. This could be their Rashid Wallace. The guy that completes the puzzle because Phoenix was slated as a team that their championship window is closed. They are slated as a team that could possibly be a first round out until the acquisition of Kevin Durant. Now, the only issue that they may run into is, is their their bench deep enough? That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. Sycamore. Are the Golden State Warriors playing possum on the rest of the league? I think I may have asked this question already, but fuck it, we gonna run it back if I already did. I have a feeling that the Warriors are playing possum on the rest of the league, and I think they got the league right where they want them. Because you think that they're down, but they're not. Now, yes, the Warriors' defense has lacked over the years. It's been very lackluster the last, I mean, as far as this season is concerned. Klay Thompson has been hot and cold. Stephen Curry has been in and out of the lineup. Draymond Green is doing nice things, but I don't know, something's missing about his swagger. And they have, I mean, Kevon Looney has regressed. Michael Green has stepped in and done a good job. Dante DiVincenzo, Jordan Poole is inconsistent as hell. Andrew Wiggins has been gone the entire season. And it's a high possibility that he might be done for. It's a possibility that Wiggins might not even come back for the playoffs. And that's a that's a loss because you can argue throughout the playoffs last year that Andrew Wiggins was the second best player on that team. You could argue that. I don't think that the Warriors can repeat without Andrew Wiggins. That's just me being the nigga that I am. Now, I didn't even announce the goddamn title of the show. I'll announce it at the end, but fuck it. Let's keep rolling here. Oh, man. The Philadelphia 76ers are streaking, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, they're playing well. You can't knock them. I mean, James Harden's had a bad last three games. Don't matter. They were streaking up until their last game, but in their last 10 games, they have won eight out of their last 10. 
and they have moved in comfortably to the three spot in the East. And Joel Embiid is a heavy favorite to win MVP. He's definitely one of my favorites to win most valuable player. I hope he doesn't get robbed yet again. Austin Reeves had a big night, man. Austin Reeves. Yeah, man. Reeves was balling. He had a career night without uh, the serve. I think I don't think Anthony Davis played in that game. But Austin Reeves had 35 points, six rebounds, and six assists versus the Orlando Magic. Although there is something very interesting going on with Austin Reeves. I mean, this dude's getting a lot of free throw attempts. Over the last 10 games, he's averaging almost eight free throw attempts a game. I mean, this is a guy that's practically undra- undrafted role player getting superstar calls against the Magic. Something's not right. But however, the Wild Wild West has gotten more interesting now that the OKC Thunder have won tonight's game and they have won, also have won eight out of their last 10. They're currently seventh in the West right now. This up and down, left, right shit that's going on with the West is very entertaining and you know, just as long as the Lakers don't make the playoffs, I'm a happy camper because I get to shit on you, LeBron fans, for the rest of this for the rest of 2023, and I'm ready to lick the tears like Eric Cartman off y'all niggas. Anyway, wow, the Thunder are seventh. That's crazy. The Mavericks are eighth. The Timberwolves fell the ninth. The Jazz are tenth. Lakers are eleventh. Pelicans are twelfth. You got to realize something. From 5 to 12, there is a two and a half game difference. Lose three in a row if you want. The main objective is to win. Like if the Warriors lost two games in a row, they could fall to 10th. If the Clippers lost three in a row, they could fall to ninth. It's a lot going on, man. Craziness. Speaking of the West, are the Sacramento Kings for real? I know we've been asking this question all year, but I truly think that they are for real. I think they're well coached. I think they're ready. They have the team. But I don't think that they're a championship caliber team quite yet. I still think this group needs another year or two together before we can start talking championships. And they need playoff experience. This will be their first experience. And the team that they will play against is the Warriors right now, if the playoffs were to begin today. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all might not like this take. It's a hot one. But I would take the Kings in seven games in this series. As crazy as that sounds. I would take um, Sacramento in seven because I just feel like they're so evenly matched and they kind of run the same shit. 
And it would just come down to, I mean, I understand experience, but I think the Kings are hungry. And I would take a hungry team over an experienced one. Because a hungry team can knock off an, an, an experienced team, especially an older experienced team that's not completely themselves. And I don't think, I think if they had Wiggins, they could probably beat them in five games if they had Andrew Wiggins. But without him, they're vulnerable, in my opinion. But I truly think that the Kings, um, I mean, I knew once Fox and Sabonis teamed up, I felt like they were going to be at least play-in bound and possibly maybe get into the playoffs, depending on who the opponent was. I knew the Kings had playoff potential, but I didn't think they would do this. I don't think anybody predicted the Kings would be third in the Western Conference. But they're very deep. You know, you bring in Malik Monk, you draft Keegan Murray, you got Davion Mitchell. You signed Trey Lyles. Um, you you trade for Kevin Herter. You have Harrison Barnes. That's a pretty solid team right there. In Sacramento. Julius Randall. Julius fucking Randall. Man, he had a big night. As well as a couple of days ago, Julius Randall scored 57 points, shot 19 of 29. 8 of 14 from 3. That was a huge, huge night for Randall. This dude went ape shit. Now, I understand Minnesota did not have Ant-Man. But he was giving the big men on the Timberwolves problems. He's giving them the business, man. I mean, Randall's been playing pretty solid as of lately. Yeah, he was he was clowning, man. Like this dude couldn't miss at all. He was incredible in that game. Giannis Antetokounmpo had the perfect game, ladies and gentlemen. Like, this man had a triple-double. He had 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Two steals. No, no steals, two blocks. Shot nine of nine from three. Shot one of one. No, shot nine of nine from the field. One of one from three. Um, Didn't shoot it particularly well from the free throw line. But statistically, versus the Toronto Raptors, he had a perfect night. And that's just one of those nights that definitely deserve a salute. Even though he could have scored a little bit more, but I get the premise here. You know, he shot 100% from the field. We haven't even gotten to 
the subject of the night yet. But last, before we lean into it, let me see, was this the last one? Yeah, that's the last one. All right. So let's get into the topic, man, of the night. Old, washed up, or overrated? Now, a discussion I was having earlier inspired the theme of this episode. You know, because the discussion that I was having was the Boston Celtics, right? The 08 Celtics, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. The year before they got together, the three of them were on lottery teams. And Paul Pierce had back-to-back lottery seasons. And it was a reason why they got together. Paul Pierce, at that time, I understand. Paul Pierce was 30. I get it. But, bruh, you could be 30 and old. No one's saying, okay, let me, before I start talking about this conversation I had, let me give my definitions of old, washed up, and overrated. Now, what is old? Old means that your talent alone isn't good enough to carry a team to the playoffs by yourself. You know, that's the conversation that Paul George had with himself about not him not being um him not believing that he was a number one on a championship team. Paul George is great. I mean, he threw down a 360 today, but he's old. Old meaning that he can't carry a team to the playoffs based on his talents alone. Or old simply means you're past your prime. And there's a lot of people who have thrived past their prime, well past their prime. Look at LeBron. You know, LeBron individually and statistically has thrived past his prime. But his impact is not the same. You know, LeBron can't carry a team to the playoffs by himself anymore. Because You want to know why? Because he's old. Old is not a bad thing. Old is wisdom. Old is leadership. Old is maturity. It's old. That's my definition of NBA old. Washed up is going from like borderline all-star or full-on all-star or a former MVP to like nothing, basically. Ben Simmons, that's washed up. Michael Carter-Williams, that's washed up. You know what I'm saying? 
that means that you just ain't got it no more. Ben McElmore washed up. No disrespect. John Wall washed up. No disrespect. I want to see John Wall win, but um, he washed. You know what I'm saying? You can be 22, 23 years old and be washed up. Look at Jaleel Okafor. You could be, you could not be 30 and still be washed up. Washed up ain't got no age limit. Look at Bow Wow. You could be still relatively young. You could be a child star, had all the money in the world, then your parents spent up all your money and mismanaged your funds. And then next thing you know, when you turn 21, you're working at Piggly Wiggly. That's washed. Overrated. This is a definition that offends a lot of you because y'all soft. Some people have the right to feel like something is overrated. I do it. You do it. You know, overrated simply means that you are giving too much credit. You're giving too much credit. I feel like LeBron James is overrated. A lot of y'all going to get mad about it, but I don't care about you bronze sexuals. I feel like LeBron is overrated. Not because he isn't great. Not because I don't think he's good enough. I just don't think he's on Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant's level. That's why I think he overrated. That doesn't mean that I don't think he's great. But overrated is simply like when people are hyping something up too much, but it's not really worth the hype. I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies are overrated. Even I myself have overrated them. I think the New York Knicks are overrated. I think the Dallas Cowboys are overrated. See what I mean? Trigger warning on this episode for sure. It's just something that is overhyped that doesn't match the hype. That's it. I'm not demeaning anybody and I'm not disrespecting anybody. But back to this conversation that I had about the Boston Celtics, right? So, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen were on lottery teams the year they got together. It showed that neither of the three can carry a team to the playoffs based off their talent alone. So, their best bet was to team up. Now, a lot of people criticize me about not criticizing the big three Celtics but me criticizing the big three heat. Here's the difference. When the three guys from the Miami Heat got together, Dwayne Wade could carry a team to the playoffs. Now, they might not win the championship, but he's carried teams before and won a championship. 
the 06 Heat, Shaq wasn't averaging 20 a game in 06 when they won the title. They just wasn't. Were they great? Yes. Were they deep? Yes. I mean, Jason Williams was good, but he wasn't Sacramento white chocolate. Antoine Walker was solid. He hit some big shots in that series. But you're going to say that's the Tuan from fucking Boston with Paul Pierce? Not the same Tuan. D-Wade was coming into his own. He was having his Kawhi Leonard in 2014 moment. Shaquille O'Neal was past his prime. Udonis Haslam was a guy that hustled and hit open mid-range jumpers for them. So you had James Posey coming off the bench. You had Gary Payton, who didn't play that much. You had Alonzo Mourning, who was well past his prime, but still could block a shot or two if need be. You have Michael Doliak, another back backup big man. I don't think Eddie Jones was on that group, on that team with that group. That's messed up, man. I wish Eddie Jones could have got a ring. But yeah. Same goes for, but I feel like D-Wade could carry a team through the playoffs. I felt like LeBron James had done this in 2007 based off on off his talent. Even though he wasn't alone, but I'm just talking about getting there. Chris Bosh carried that Raptors team to the playoffs every year, even though he was getting their ass whooped. But he was carrying that team. He's carried them to the playoffs before. That's all I'm saying. That's the difference. Ray Allen couldn't do it. No. Paul Pierce couldn't do it. No. KG couldn't do it. No. So them teaming up was not a problem because they were all past their primes. But however, as a collective unit, they were dope. The 018, it's a reason why Kendrick Perkins and Ray Allen and Ray John Rondo hold on to that championship so much. And that them holding on to that one championship also showed as to why they weren't as good as the other dynasties. Now, yes, maybe LeBron James and the Miami Heat had a lot to do with stopping their run, but that 08 run was the last one where all three guys were like, that was the last of their superstar shit, of their superstar powers. I mean, that 018 was great, too. You know, they had Rondo, Ray, K, uh, Paul, KG, Kirk, um, at PJ Brown, Sam Cassell, James Posey, Leon Poe. Um, it's all off the top of the dome. No wiki, baby. I remember. I was there. Eddie House. Um... Yeah, it was a deep-ass squad, bro. Big Baby Davis. 
that was a team, bro. That was a good team. But yeah, man. It's a difference between... Okay. Yeah, it's a difference between old, washed up, and overrated, y'all. Y'all got to decipher the differences better and not get into your fucking feelings so much. But that's my show for tonight. Thank you for listening. Thank you for fucking with me tonight. This is King Known Uncensored. Old, washed up, or overrated. And I'm gone.